a lot of people in our world today, here's how they try to overcome bad. They try to be good. So people yeah. have these bad patterns. And what they'll do is instead of really fixing the pattern, they'll say, well, I'm going to go to church. I'm going to give money. I'll help out Awana. And that'll make up for the fact that I'm home stuck in pornography, I'm cheating on my spouse. I lie all the time. I yell at my kids, whatever it is. I'm, you're, you're stuck in this pattern, but you're thinking that that's okay. That's exactly how these people were. They were stuck in patterns. That's why he says, guys, you're going to die in this pattern. You know what? You want a Believe. simple phrase? The truth sets you free. Truth sets you free. Simple. Just learn Simple the truth. Christianity <laughs> right there. This is the Way to Go podcast, and we are about faith, family, and daily life. We're about taking God's word, breaking it down, making it practical to everyday living. Now, if you want to watch the show, you can actually go to Eagleville Bible Church. Just go to YouTube. Type in Eagleville Bible Church. You will find it on the Way to Go playlist. But again, faith, family, and daily life. This is what we're all about. Welcome to the Way to Go podcast. I'm Bill McMinn. Mark I'm Mark Hostetler. <laughs> we almost said it in unison. Uh, yeah, we, we should have sang it different notes. Like I'd be on one note, you'd be on another. I note. wanted to throw you off. I seen you were on a pattern there. No, I'm no, like, hey, I'll, I'll throw I'm, you I'm, off. I'm glad you say it because yeah. it makes me confident that you know who you are. There's no multiple personalities or anything. That's right. You know that I need to worry about <laughs> right so, now. Anyways, right now, uh, catch me tomorrow. I might be changed. <laughs> today yeah. I'm pretty comfortable. I don't yeah. feel in danger. But we're talking John eight, and John eight's a great uh, passage. And the woman caught in adultery. We talked in the last podcast about not throwing stones. Not he said i judge no one but he's in this debate now you have to realize i mean these stories aren't isolated there's this continual debate on who jesus christ is mm -hmm. and he's saying he's talking a lot in the chapter about his testimony that he's doing what god wants and that if they were doing what god wants they would hear what he has to say that's right yeah. and one of the signs is am i close to god am i walking with god is this can i hear from god mm. Man, do I understand that when someone's talking to me that this is coming from God because that's something they didn't get? And he'll point out the reason is because God's not your dad, the devil is, which is a stunning rebuke. I mean, a, an absolutely stunning rebuke against the religious elite. And maybe, by the way, we should just make a comment no one should be elite. And let's get away from elitism in general. I, I, I think there's too much elitism sometimes in this country where the elites are the ones who think they know everything, they've got it all together, and he's reminding them you certainly don't. But he does have it together. Mm -hmm. So he's going to say, and I, I think that it's, it's so important, he says in verse 21, these words, he said, I am going away and you will seek me, you, and you will die in your sins, where I'm going, you cannot come. Now, because they're not going to believe in him, they're going to die in, his, in their sins. And he said, I told you that you would die in your sins, for unless you believe that I am he, you will die in your sins. Now, three times yeah. he has said, sin's destroying you, man. Sin, see, you are not, you're not breaking patterns. You're worried about this woman caught in adultery earlier. You guys are stuck in your own sinful patterns. You're going to die in that if you're not willing to believe. Because Jesus Christ was telling them truth that could set them free and that could help them really live the life that God wanted. And people talk about, I want to live my best life. If you're living your best life, you're living a life where God, you're in the center of God's will. And you're seeking out the boss of the universe and saying, hey, right. what job do you got for me today? And that's how you're going to live, right? Yeah, absolutely. He's pointing them to the truth 
He's pointing them to himself, even more so. He's pointing them to the Father. He said, you don't know the Father. Right. You don't know me. You don't know the Father, you know? And I agree exactly with what you're saying. And I'll just go to Hebrews 3.12. I got to say it because of what you just said. It says, see to it, brothers and sisters, that none of you has an evil heart of unbelief that forsakes the living God. Right. He says, you are going to die in your sins if you don't believe in me. Right. Don't do that. And for us, that's that's relevant for today as well, for us even now. Right. If you are rejecting God's call to live a holy life and to mm-hmm. follow him, you will die in your sins. That's going to happen. Right. I think it's something to take seriously for sure. And, and you're going to take it seriously when you take Jesus Christ seriously. All you need to worry about... I don't need to worry about, oh my goodness, you know, how many bad patterns? How about this? Just start following Jesus Christ and he'll help you along. I mean, that that's, that's really the key because he said he's the one. Mm-hmm. If you over to verse 31, Jesus said to the Jews who had believed in him, if you abide in my word, you're truly my disciples. Now, if you're mm-hmm. really, hey, am I really a Christian? Well, are you sticking true to what Jesus Christ taught? That would be mm-hmm. evidence. And you will know the truth and the truth will set you free. He's talking about people dying in their sins. The reason they're going to die in their sins is they're stuck. They're trapped. They don't know the way out. They're trying to overcome sinfulness. Like a lot of people in our world today, here's how they try to overcome bad. They try to be good. So people yeah. have these bad patterns. And what they'll do is instead of really fixing the pattern, they'll say, well, I'm going to go to church. I'm going to give money. I'll help out Awana. And that'll make up for the fact that I'm home stuck in pornography, I'm cheating on my spouse. I lie all the time. I yell at my kids, whatever it is. Um, you're, you're stuck in this pattern, but you're thinking that that's okay. That's exactly how these people were. They were stuck in patterns. That's why he says, guys, you're going to die in this pattern yeah. if you don't listen. Because if you follow the truth, what I'm teaching you, the truth is going to set you free. That's right. right? Because the truth is going to set you free. Because I think they and sometimes i can can be caught up in behavioral modification right whereas that's not the full intent jesus came for jesus didn't come to just change my behavior right he came to transform me completely he came to make me a new creation that follows him right the truth is what does that right the truth that penetrates into the lies of my life change me forever right and i don't think like i said i don't i don't think people can worry about right now oh my goodness i'm listening to these guys i have to change my whole life what does that even mean you (laughs) don't know what it means okay (laughs) you're not i promise you try your best you will not your whole life be exactly like jesus you're you're going to be making progress What, what i think our lives about is not perfection it's about progress that's right too many times people get hung up on perfection they're going to get frustrated and they're going to want to quit because I'm not perfect. I'm a minister. I'm not perfect. I don't even pretend that I'm perfect, mm-hmm. but I'm striving to be. Like, yeah. I'm trying to do the right thing. I want to talk to my wife in a way that's loving every time. I don't. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But I've, I'm way better than I ever was. You know what I'm saying? Like, I constantly am seeking to improve, constantly want to be that person that God wants me to be. And taking care of whatever it is that God told me to do. Right. But to be honest, a lot of times I think that we think of Christianity too as it's all about what I'm omitting from my life, not what I'm adding to my life. So, oh, I got to subtract all these things. Well, sometimes following Christ is about adding in more per- time. Just pray. Just read your Bible. 
you know, get in and serve people. Like just doing well, positive, think, positive things. Like yeah. it's not all like negative where don't do, don't do, don't do. There's a lot of Christianity that's yeah. no, the truth will set you free. Yeah. Just follow. He, he's saying just abide in my word. That's, that's a positive step. I want you to abide in my word. The truth will set me free. I want you to believe in me. These are all positive steps. He's not sitting there saying, don't do, don't do, don't do, don't do. Mm -hmm. Although there's some of that mm -hmm. in Christianity. He's saying, step this way. That's right. Right? Follow me. Follow me. You know, that's uh, when it says step. abide in me, that's really what it says. It's just, hey, make the choice to follow my teaching. Right. Make you, the choice choice to to find your safe place in me. You know what I mean? Come right. to me. Uh, that's what Jesus, uh, over and over again in the scriptures, he just continues to call us to himself. Come to me. Abide in me. Right. Follow me. Uh, Hebrews 12, fix your eyes on Jesus. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's the continual encouragement of the word of God. We stay focused focused on Christ, we, like you said, we add him and his ways into our day. You right. know what I mean? I just don't want, I think so, sometimes we way overcomplicate Christianity. We do. And we talk mm -hmm. in these terms that people think they can never measure up. They can never be that person. They can never, he just said, believe in me. That's Why it. don't we just start there? You know what? You want a believe. simple phrase? The truth sets you free. Truth sets you free. Simple. Just learn Simple Christianity <laughs> right there. Pick up the you Bible know? and read it. Yeah. So we're not talking about climbing a mountain or swimming across the ocean or even, you know, doing an Ironman competition. We're not talking. We're just talking about simple steps, simple steps in your life right. of coming around. I'm trying to do push-ups. I haven't done them every day, mm. but if I do them three or four days, I'm happy. Mm -hmm. And if I just do simple things like, I'm going to do 50 push-ups or 60 push-ups until I get stronger to do more. And I'm right. going to do some planks. And I'm going to do these simple little steps. Guess what? That's going to have a benefit for me physically. It is going to benefit me. If I take simple steps of just, Jesus, I do believe you're right. I do believe you really came from God. I do really believe I need to listen to you. And you start doing that, then that's going to lead you in the right direction. We're not talking about, like, some trips are long trips. You know, following Jesus Christ is like being married. All right, I'm not asking people to come to marriage and be the perfect husband or wife today, right from the get-go. I'm, I'm right. saying grow together, grow right. together, you know, take steps together, right? So anyway, he says in three, 34 through 36, he said, truly, truly, I say to you, everyone who commits a sin is a slave to sin. So he's talking about people who are caught up. Again, you're stuck. Yep. You guys are. You guys need to understand, I'm here to help you deal with real mm -hmm. problems in your life. Mm-hmm. And people do have real problems. Like I said, they're trying to overcome it by religion. He's saying, that's not my path. Yeah. The slave does not remain in the house forever. The son remains forever. So if the son sets you free, you'll be free indeed. He's coming mm -hmm. into your house. He's setting you free. He's telling you, you don't have to be a slave to anger. You don't have to be a slave to addiction. There you, go. you don't have to be a slave to pornography. You don't have to be a slave to greed. You don't have to be a slave to those things. Some of the sins that bind us are strong. Oh, yeah. Really strong. <laughs> no doubt. To know there's a yeah. power to break it. I just uh, heard from a, a mutual friend of ours who mm -hmm. has a son who's caught up in alcoholism. And he's wanting his son to be delivered. And I realize only God can deliver him. I, that That's I fully sweet. believe. Yeah. And we're praying for that day to come. 
when this guy can look like when Israel came out of Egypt that day, when he can look and say, I'm free of it. I'm free. I'm free. Yeah. I'm free of it. And that's the power of God. You know, if the sun sets you free, you'll man, you'll be really free. You're gonna be you're not gonna be dominated by darkness. And and as he says later on, the devil's your daddy. Mm-hmm. And in ver- the verse thirty seven, Abraham's our father. And he said, Well, if you had, if you were Abraham's children, you'd be doing the works Abraham did, but you're not because you're trying to kill me. That's not who your dad is. And then he finally tells him in verse 44, you are of your father, the devil, and your will is to do the father's desire. He was a murderer from the beginning. He has nothing to do with the truth because there's no truth in him. And when he lies, he speaks out of his own character for he is a liar and the father of lies. It has been so hard for me at times to convince that even when there are so-called believers who are lying all the time, it's not from God. That's right. You are not mm-hmm. on the right path when you are lying. No. You are not on the right path when you want people to get hurt. Yep. They're not on the right path when you want Jesus Christ to go to a cross and you want to get rid of them. You are not on the right path. You're not. I can't believe he says that. I mean, he says, he speaks, he says, they only do what their father tells them to do. Right. Like, and then he turns it around and says, I'm here to do what my father tells me to do. You know what I mean? Right. And you're right. I mean, that path, that's a dangerous path. When you get caught up in lies, I mean, that you said just a little bit ago, some sins have a strong hold on right. people. Lying is a hard one to break, man. I mean, when you have a pathological lying tendency, it is really difficult not to want to exaggerate a story, not to want to slip in a detail that's not true. You know what I mean? Uh, Don't do it. Don't do it. It's so much better to be truthful. I don't even believe Why not be honest? Yeah, you might exaggerate telling a funny story like I was, you know, in the store looking for travel size shampoo and all they had was half gallon and gallon size. Everyone knows that not really half gallon or gallon, but they were bigger bottles. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I'm looking for a little bottle. You know, you can be facetious and joke around. I think everyone can get that. But to me, I I don't want to tell stories I embellish. Like when I tell a story and I tell a story that my watch fob or my key fob on my truck is going crazy, some mm-hmm. guy walks out. It was the keys were in my pocket. I was standing here talking to actually Thiesa uh, Tuesday night because I've been meeting with another couple. So mm-hmm. I came out, it's probably around eight o'clock, and your band was just leaving the building. One of your band members writes me and said, Man, you weren't kidding about your truck. Because apparently it was out there going on and <laughs> off and on, and on. It was so bad the other day, like it burned out the battery. Like I'm saying, like when my keys are in my pocket, is it is going nuts. Like it's wow. locking and unlocking and locking and turning the lights on and on. I, my truck wouldn't even start the other day. It was so oh, bad. Because I had the keys in my pocket. I was walking around because they said there was a tornado coming. So wow. I was I was looking for it, of mm-hmm. course. You know, what do we right. do? What, what do we Americans do, by the way? We hear there's a tornado coming. Let's walk outside and just take a look. <laughs> Let's have a look-see. The warning says to take shelter immediately. I know, exactly. Yeah, none, right. of, none of us did it. It was cracking me up because no one here, the church says, hey, shelter immediately. We all see it come up on our phone. Everyone just keeps working. I come out to, to the front because I got stuff going to my truck, too, and I just... Walk outside, walk out the parking lot, walk yep. on the sidewalk. Hey, Jazzy, come with me. You know, there's a tornado in. Right. You know, no one's, yeah, wow. we, we did yeah. not do that. No, no, because we've seen it and heard it over and over yeah, again. Right, you right. Know? We, didn't, so, we did not take it. Yeah. I, I would say we did not certainly take that one mm-hmm. seriously. But, we've, but, but we've, we were honest, we've, though. We Here's the thing, though, that we're honest, and we're getting back. Like, we're not embellishing mm-hmm. stories. We're not telling things 
that are true. And I got into that whole story because I had to go jumpstart my truck because my key fob was so mm-hmm. bad. Mm-hmm. I was wondering, why are we telling the story? As we're actually <laughs> telling the story my right. keys were bad in my pocket mm-hmm. and burned the battery now. But but I told that story on Sunday morning about how crazy the fob was. It's not an exaggerating. Like, the fob's really nuts. Yeah. And if something broken with it, and why to the fact that I had a truck, I, mean, I have to well, go buy a new one. You uh, can't well, fix it. There's no fixing it. You just got to go uh, buy another one. The, the fix is get a new one and throw that one away. So for keep for my key fob. So, but when I tell a story, I like that story to be dead on yeah. accurate. Not an exaggerator. I'm not going to tell you. If I tell you the fish is this big, it's that big. That's the reputation you want to have. You know why? Because when you, re- when you tell the story again, let's say in six months, you know what's easier to remember? The facts. Right. The truth. Yeah, exactly. And not upholding this lie that you've created it to be you know right. I mean? you're like wait a minute what did i say the last time but when you you're caught know, up just in that be truthful like jesus christ is saying to them they wanted to kill him mm-hmm. they weren't telling the truth so he recognizes these patterns in them these are the patterns they're going to die in if they don't believe in him That's right it's, it's, you guys it's are going the wrong direction god is not your father if god is your father you wouldn't want to kill me that's one thing he's recognizing mm-hmm. why would if you're really into God and God sent me because God sent him and he did a bunch of miracles, he died on the cross, he rose again on the third day. Obviously, God sent him. And he's just recognizing if you really believe, if God was really your dad, you'd believe you'd, me. You'd believe yeah. in me. That's Are you right. kidding? But you won't believe in me because mm-hmm. God's not your dad. In fact, the devil is. Mm-hmm. And and how the devil could creep into a religious group and get them on the wrong path is like mind boggling. He to says me. right there in verse 47, you don't listen. Or respond because you don't belong to God. Right. Period. I mean, those are some strong words, man. And maybe somebody even has to hear that today. You right. know, you don't listen, you don't respond to what Christ tells us to do right. because you don't actually belong to God. I mean, right. I can't wait. In two chapters here, we're going to be in John ten, and that's that's really the the chapter that changed my life bro, right. because it, it reminded me that I didn't belong to God. I right. thought I did, you know, um, this is Jesus right here. He starts that conversation. He says, listen, you don't know me. Right. You don't follow me. That's what right. he says in John 10 again. You know, it's right. a very, very similar passage there. You but know? I, th- I think it's too of how nasty they are to each other, you know, and that's not of God. You know, the Jews answered him, uh, we, are we not right in saying that you're a Samaritan and have a demon? They actually mentioned, oh they called him, you were born of immorality, they told him. That's a reference <laughs> back to the virgin birth, like Jesus Christ was born of Mary, and Mary and Joseph never yeah. got together. And they said right out in John, John 8, you're born of immorality. I forgot all about that. You're of a devil. You're the, you know, you're a Samaritan. And Samaritans, they couldn't stand Samaritans. Like, this is a true insult. You're a Samaritan. Yeah. You have a devil. Ouch. And Jesus Christ said, no, no, I don't. And he answered, I do not have a demon, but I honor my father and you dishonor me. Yet I do not seek my own glory. One of, one of the, the great mm-hmm. keys in true Christian ministry is anything about you. That's right. I when was anything's just... about you and it's about your own power, it's about your own control, and you're not willing to let those things go, you're not willing to say, hey, no, not about me, man. I just want God to work. That's yep. when you know God's really working, and that's a sign you're child of God. But He's going to get down to eventually. They, you know, He's trying to tell them, "Look, you you know me. You know you should know me." If Abraham, he would rejoice to see my day. Yeah, he saw it and was glad. And then they said, "You're not even fifty years old, and you've seen Abraham." And Jesus said to them, "Truly, I say to you, before Abraham was born, I am. Mm. I am a reference to the name of God." 
that God gave Moses at the burning bush. Exodus I am that I am. Yeah, yeah I am that mm-hmm. I am has sent you, mm-hmm. right? So he's saying before Abraham was born, I am. I already existed before Abraham. He's giving them indication. Listen, you all say what you want. I'm definitely from God. Yeah. I'm telling you, I know how Abraham would have responded. That's and he right. was he rejoiced to see my day. He why, was looking forward to that. Why did Abraham get brought up? What what's because the significance of Abraham? Why why is he getting brought up here? What? Father of the Jewish people. Okay. And Father of Faith. The promise came to Abraham, right? right. God's promise right. that he was going to save the world ultimately right through abraham right you know so this is and, and if you watch jesus's genealogy he comes straight from abraham's line you know what i'm saying so all jews do yeah well there you go right. well he was the savior right. he's the savior that right. came through the he's know, the came. he's the blessing the jesus christ when he says through you all nations will be blessed all nations are blessed through christ mm-hmm. i mean that's the the key to abraham the jewish people which i don't we don't have time to get into that but i right. mean the whole of the all religions in the world and how so many are tied back into this. But Abraham is the father of the Jewish people. Therefore they looked at him as their father. Mm -hmm. He's the father of the Jewish people. Mm -hmm. So they're claiming that and he's telling them, no, you're really, Abraham would not have acted the way you do. This is devil stuff. And he's just trying to help them understand it's devil stuff. And I really hope that and we'll close here. I really hope that Jesus Christ will point out in our lives when it's devil stuff and we're confused yeah. about what we're doing and and, yeah. and what we're doing, what our attitudes about someone else is that really needs help and really needs prayer. And maybe we're getting a bad attitude and we shouldn't be. May God point that out, but also yeah. understand who Jesus Christ is. He is God. Yeah, that's this right. This is one of the divine passages that we would look at and say, yeah, this points out the deity of Christ. He's saying that I am. So the whole argument here in these chapters is who is Jesus Christ? Who is Jesus Christ? Who is Jesus Christ? He's putting it right here. I am. Yeah, that's right. I'm God. That's who I am, and that's what we believe. Hopefully this has been helpful to you as you listen to some of these practical truths from the book of John. May you guys have an awesome and a blessed week.